Welcome to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast hosted by us and enjoyed by you. My name is Stuart, I am running the game, and I am I'm just I'm just a regular human. Nothing nothing weird here, just just a regular man introducing a podcast. Ali? I too am just a regular man with 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 hands and fingers introducing myself on the podcast, playing Kenny Mullet. A less normal man, an empathetic yet haunted young man, on a quest to find out more about his weird superpowers. On Kenny's Pokemon team to help him discover more about these weird superpowers, he has Dartrix called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, a Salandit called Hoops, a Honchcrow called Fedora, a Spiritoon called Swirly, and a Joltic called Fleek. And I'm going to pass you over to David. I don't know why you all think you look normal, you absolute freaks, because I'm the most normal of the bunch. I'm basically a paint pot of beige just here, just completely and utterly neutral. That's me, just David, just the most average Joe, a big schlub. That's me, very normal, very, very normal indeed. (laughs) And I'm playing an incredibly mundane, average, sort of of middle-of-the-road character called Theo, who's who's definitely not somebody who's incredibly sarcastic, incredibly low in self-esteem, and incredibly bad at emotional connections with other people. Um, but on Theo's very normal, very average team, um, we have a <laughs> Medicham, we have a Kabuto, we have a Swadloon, and we have a Togekiss, plus two reserves who are not currently here, which are Brobarical the Barbarical and Jason the Combi. And then uh, just over here, a bit weird, Ooh, thought we would be normal, but apparently uh, somebody didn't get the memo, it's, uh, it's Tom Dale. What? What? Um, it's me, I'm just a normal, I'm, an, I'm so normal, they call me the, the Route 1 Redditor. I'm basic, yes, I'm purple, yes, I've got a big old tail, but uh, am I just a Redditor? Who knows? But uh, in my spare time, like to cosplay as Brandy, who is the uh, ex-cheerleader of the Pokemon champion on a quest to turn her... Father from a Celio into a real Delio, which is my word for a man. Uh, on Brandy's team, she has a, a Wimpy. Nope, called Lopany. That's reverse that. Flip reverse that to get the normal tide. I've got a Scroopy called Gary. I've got a Munchlax called Snorleone. I've got Bunnelby, who's also a doctor. And I've got um, a Meltan called Flower. And I've got a cockle called Lightning McQueen. And yeah, I'm just chilling on Route 1. I'm totally not a raster. I'm just a normal person. Um, uh, back to you, Pidgey. I mean, Stew. <clears throat> I think we got away with with it. By which, I mean, all of us humans shall now talk about what happened last time. Lugia! <laughs> Previously on Critical Ditto. This landscape, blue, crystalline, these human acting Pokemon, this place accentuates the worst part of yourselves. You are presented into this throne room containing a grey-skinned, scaly-haired, snouty but human man, King Thrush. What are you doing? Brandy just has to has to run into the creepy meteorite cave. I became a master trombone player. Me and Samantha grew up in the same town. We both studied to be part of the local colliery band. What's Samantha you talking about? Samantha was the church member with the Geodude that Adri and Theo bonded over by bullying. Brandy is hiding in the food store. What's in these jars? Is it Goomy Juice? I think Brandy, with the Goomy Juice, has a bit of a moment of clarity. Your mind is returning to yourself. What's the Helsing leader doing down 
in the core. Hey Kenny, eat this! And she produces more Gumi juice. If Kenny were to have it and to snap out of it, there would have to be a moment in Kenny's life where he was affected by Gumi juice. Theo comes round having also had a Gumi juice related memory. A Pokemon that the meteorite has affected and turned more human, led by Delch the Poliwhirl and Columbo the Monfono, storm into the throne room. We'll ask them, and they better have an answer, because time is running out. But I don't understand, Barry Bolcut snapped, his eyes bulging, his red face protruding from beneath the immaculate dark curtain of hair that covered his brow. Why? Why must we wait? Barry paced breathlessly in the warden's office of the core prison, the carpeted floor churning beneath every footstep of his high-cuffed black boots. Varn, the leader of Team Helsing, sat leisurely behind the warden's desk, his tall frame accentuated by flowing green fabrics and a black-horned headpiece, looming out of a chair clearly designed for a much smaller person. He eyed the boy with displeasure. So impatient, he thought to himself. He resented that he had come to rely so much on his most powerful agent. The young boy's fanatical, dogmatic hatred of poker-powered people gave Barry a menace that frightened even Varn. But few things motivated quite like hatred, and Barry was brimming with it. Barry had officially joined Team Helsing soon after an encounter with a poker-powered boy on Surfroak Beach over a month ago, but Varn had noticed his power during the hunt for the abomination known as Zorcario outside of Neubattentown. Barry had been the one to destroy the creature. He could still see Barry's dead-eyed stare after the hunt, his hair wet with entrail, his hand clutching a bag containing the beast's head. In less than a month, under Varn's tutelage, Barry had grown from a blunt instrument driven by wild rage into a precise destructive tool, channeling his emotions into something useful. Sharp, too, had grown Barry's Bisharp, which stood in the corner of the room eyeing Varn. Even idle, the Pokémon made Varn tense, as if it might switch from static to frightening pace at any moment. Varn took a deep breath before finally growling. Because, boy, when we do this, we are doing this right. If nobody sees what we do with the Poker-powered prisoners in this place, it'll all be for nothing. Those abominations receiving their just punishment is imperative. Witnessed or not, Varn gritted his teeth. The boy was dangerous, yes, but by the League was he also slow. You shall wait for Ulmer and their cameras before you begin, boy. Barry paused for a second in his pacing. His bisharp in the corner made the slightest of movements with its bladed arms, letting a light metallic scrape creep into the room. Bisharp. Varn tensed. His blood ran cold. All right, said Barry, but I'm going to start preparations. I want them to at least know fear. Varn relaxed. He felt ashamed that Barry could cause such fear in him. He was the most powerful leader of Team Helsing, military leader of the Formian region by decree of the League and Seto Kappa himself. This was his office, and this teenager made him anxious in his own domain. He let his frustration show. Well, get out and get on with it then, boy! Barry left without a word, letting Varn's spittle linger in the air like an insistent mist. Varn cursed under his thick breath. His temper had shown in front of the boy, an outburst betraying his weakness. You're still a coward, I see. The quiet yet determined voice of Jockey the Ursaring spoke softly from the corner of the office, where Varn had the Pokémon manacled. 
Jockey's face was bruised, his posture limp from fatigue. Are these really necessary? Jockey growled, referencing the manacles. You already used your special silver ball on me. You can always go back inside, Varn sneered. Jockey eyed the extreme ball on Varn's desk with terror. No, then be quiet. A young Helsing grunt entered the room and saluted, crossing their arms over each other in a cross shape before retracting one arm back and forth like the firing of a crossbow. You, you, you have orders, Mr. Varn, sir? Varn eyed the young man. Despite his sharply pressed black and green uniform and attempted posturing, his faltering voice and darting eyes screamed anxiety. Varn stepped towards the grunt, his vast frame gliding across the floor. The grunt flinched. Inform Vampire Squadron they have orders to clear out the wild area at the base of the prison. We have had orders from Seto Kappa. The grunt hesitated momentarily. Now! Varn shot with deadly severity. Varn settled back into his desk and smiled, watching the young grunt scampering awkwardly away, desperate to escape the warden's office for fear of further retribution. Now that was what command was supposed to feel like. Wow. Barry. Barry. Barry, Barry, Barry. <laughs> a classic Stu vignette where I was like, right, we're going to see something about the wild area, something about this uh, weird, amazing place we're in. Cut back to a character Remember from episode Barry? two. Remember yeah. Barry? Yeah, huh? Barry Bolcut, who was the, the young boy who Kenny befriended at Gary Smoke's party on Surf Oak Beach with the mm. Rowlet plushie. It's I think cool Kenny thing. still thinks they're friends. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Kenny thinks most people are friends. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. Okay. We're going to go into gameplay now. I've, it's not an, it's not another vignette. It's just a way for us to get into. <laughs> but but I want to stress that it's but not another vignette. It's not a vignette. <laughs> it's going to sound like a vignette. It'll but I'm telling like you it. now, it's not a vignette. You're going to think vignette, but you should think way to get into the game. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to mute us again, aren't you? No, I'm. No, you're not. <laughs> if you so, mute us, it is a vignette. Theo, Brandy, and Kenny, your faculties are restored, your worst fears and feelings still present, but not overwhelmingly so. You look down from your bubble-wrapped human balcony to see the squabbling Pokémon below you. King Thrush desperately attempts to control the rabble, but seems unable to placate this crowd. Columbo the Monferno and Delch the Polywell, chief among those, whipping up the arguments. Eventually, Delch the Polywell finds the presence to direct everyone's attention to the balcony where you remain. They'll know once and for all, and we'll settle this, because time is running out. Columbo the Monferno shoots back. They know nothing. No way can they help us reach a decision by tonight, do <laughs> King Thrushes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you got something to say? I didn't invite <laughs> interjections into this little this little section, but but clearly <laughs> someone felt yeah. it necessary. Someone felt. To, uh, to yeah, so please, please, I'm all in. Well, apparently, well, it was it was Ali. Ali. It was apparently we're not allowed to laugh in this po- comedy podcast. Well, well <laughs> I, I, would, I would love to do Ali, but I just I was <laughs> I had worked so hard on getting the Welsh out in that first line. I practiced that line all day, and, then, and that's the only reason is because I, I know how hard you worked. I, I know, I know, and you know what, Ali? I know I nailed it. I know I nailed it. You did. It. You I did. did. You really did. You sounded like Michael Sheen. <laughs> Right, we're back, we're back in. <clears throat> no way can they help us reach a decision by tonight, Toho. 
King Thrush. A lot worse that time. <laughs> I think we'll use the first take on that one. Oh, no, Stu, you're doing I feel, wonderfully. You see, I, feel like, I feel like we're losing the Monferno here. King Thrush moves fingers through scaly hair and rubs his temples in a despairing fashion. How do humans settle disputes on the surface? Delch addresses the crowd. Murmurs from the assembled human-like Pokemon. A bipedal Ninetales goes to speak before thinking twice. A Zangus, who has filed their nails, strokes their chin thoughtfully. They have Pokemon. Battle for them, Demi the Swamper eventually says with deliberate pride. Exactly, Delch replies. So we will use the humans to settle our differences. As the humans use the Pokemon. You're going to make the humans wrestle, Lowell. Columbo scoffs. Slow, King, no. They shall debate with words like humans. Delch beams at the thought of it. If we are going to escape, it has to be tonight. Oh, well. I know, <laughs> Columbo. Hence, why would we need a final decision? A-, a final debate, coached by us, led by the humans. And then King Thrush, Delch lifts a small white gloved polywell hand towards the blue crystal throne, shall make the final choice. King Thrush winces, but says nothing. There is a brief silence as Columbo pauses to consider the arrangement. And we get to pick the human we want, Toho. Of course, Demi, as our resident human expert, can act as our guide. Our professor, so to speak, if she doesn't object. Of course, Demi beams. If it's the only way to convince you lot, I suppose I accept, Toho. Wonderful! Delch claps their polywell mittens. The crowd of gathered Pokemon, all in unison, turn their attention upwards once again towards the bubble wrap balcony. And I say, what do you do? Stu, I'd like to, I'd like to, on behalf of all three, apologise. Um, we were just very excited that we were allowed to speak during a vignette. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I know you said that wasn't a vignette. It wasn't a vignette, wasn't a vignette. It wasn't a vignette, but we all enjoyed our time to interact with you when you're on the, in the flow. You know, it's very rare for us. Normally, you mute us at the smallest whim. I have to wonder if Theo's response, at least, is actually basically what we just did during that during that vignette. I think Theo just finds the entire thing absolutely... Because, I mean, we haven't really been, like, cognoscentized nope, about this nope, whole thing. We really. have basically just, like, come up from, like, the world's weirdest sort of high... I think that Theo just like looks over a balcony and sees a room full of squabbling Pokemon trying to talk about <laughs> using people as debate tools and a polywell with its little mittens having a little clown <laughs> and a Monferno talking in a stupid voice. And I think Theo is just like, what has happened? Yeah, Literally, I think we're all on that we happened? are all on that page of like, what have Hannah, Hannah, what yes. have we missed? Because Wait. I feel like I these Pokemon are all chatting and doing a lot of stuff. Wait, so you you've You've had, like, no awareness of the last, you know, 40 minutes. I, I'm so hard to tell time down here. How do they do it? <laughs> oh, it looks it looks like there's just there's just a Thulrock dangling from, from a rope up there. Oh, that's dark. Oh, don't time. look at that. <laughs> <laughs> from way up at the pub, you can hear this Thulrock going, Save me! Save me! <laughs> it's been 40 minutes and save me. <laughs> do you guys do you guys remember and the younger listeners won't remember this but when you had to like you could call a number and it would just tell you the time. Yes. That's yes. essentially what this Soul Rock is. The time sponsored by Soul Rock will be 1348. <laughs> could someone please get me a water? So I, I I assume it's been 40 You've got no no idea? No no, no idea happening? No idea mate. The last you, thing you... we Remember, we just, we saw this place and then everything sort of went a bit hazy. Okay. Like, I remember snippets, but... It seems like 
the Pokemon down here have been affected, similar to how you were affected. It's just that in Pokemon, it manifests different. They have become human-like. You had your worst human qualities accentuated. But uh, I, I didn't feel anything, so... So you're Can not a human. Get her! Kill her! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, okay, look, listen. Let's remember who's on whose team here. And our team is trying to get up to the, to the prison. I don't know how involved we want to get in these, these Pokemon squabbles unless they've got something to offer us. That is, that is kind of true. But I dare say that a whole civilization of Pokemon could probably stop us. So we should probably help them a little bit. Why don't we say we'll help them decide if they help us get into the prison? That's very seems, strong, Kenny. Seems like a fair trade. <laughs> Theo's so proud. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've learned to be a, to be an advantageous little creep, just like me. I thought. I, Hashtag I, I, evil Kenny. Theo, Theo didn't have time to come up with that plan because Theo is still looking, going, "Look at the Polywell's little gloves." <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be our spokesperson? All right, I'll be the spokesperson. I'm the oh, most um, level-headed. Okay. At the uh yeah yeah brandy looks at hannah like yeah that's okay all right <laughs> don't all right. question brandy, it. brandy it is uh address the crowd maybe, maybe i should just come and stand next to you brandy I'll, i just all right you can stand next to me kenny yeah. and I'll, I'll 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 gesture to you when when you can i know i'll, I'll sign i'll, I'll sign what you're speaking because there good might idea. be some deaf pokemon out there good idea Wait. and theo i will gesture to you when i need a, a more gumi juice I let's let's not uh, let's not get it twisted here. I'm I'm not I'm not a barmaid. I am <laughs> I am a former professor. I mean, I presume that if all of our worst qualities were exploited earlier, that my humility was so much that I'm still trying to get used to complimenting myself again. But I do know a thing or two about Pokemon, so I think I should be pretty involved in whatever weird decision making you loud pink haired brute are about. All right, to make. fine, fine. We're all the spokesperson. Are you happy? We're all three of us are spokespeople. Brandy approaches the edge of the balcony. Uh, Evita herself. Arms <laughs> 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 aloft. Stop crying, Giratina. <laughs> wow. Was that good? Was that anything? That was good. That was good. <laughs> Depends on whether it was Brandy telling the joke or Tom. That's, that's <laughs> that was Tom. Brandy did not tell Giratina, Lord of the Distortion World, to stop crying in the, in the wild area. Delch the Polyworld pipes up. Did you hear our uh, our discussion? I'm sorry, we weren't ourselves earlier, so if we did meet you, we apologise. And it sounds a bit like you are having a bit of a disagreement that we might be able to help with. Cool, you could say that all. We will help you with your little dispute if you let us know how we get up to the old surface level, prison level. Demi, I am not sure about this one. Seems a little, a uh, little fiery for my taste. Is this, is this normal in humans? Seems bad for debate. Seems too I angry can't for my. I'm getting this from a fire type. I thought you of all Pokemon would understand a bit of passion. Brandy, if only you had the Infern Cape. That would really help in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is true. Uh, some, sometimes, uh, Columbo, the, uh, the passion 
in an argument is uh, is helpful in having the humans win their arguments. So it could be could be possible that that works for you. But you have a little bit German there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a, I am a swamp here. Am I right in thinking that you're going to pick from one of us to be in a Pokemon battle, but a human battle? You, yes. Essentially, we have found out that... Uh, Despite our new human inclinations, we are unable to to reach some kind of a, a conclusion in our arguments. And we, f- we figured with the clock running down and our opportunities running out, the best way for us to settle this once and for all is with you. But why is time running out? Ah, well, I can answer that, see. If we, the Pokemon down here, are going to escape, we have to do it by tonight. Oh, well, because... Well, my secret, my secret person up top, they ain't hanging around. Oh, oh, and if we don't do it now, that's it. Gone. Oh, oh. As in you've got a secret person in the prison level. Columba the F- Monferno uh, considers for a minute and then decides, do you know what, I can just lay this out on the line. If we're, if we're getting you guys to help involved, might as well tell you everything. Pretty much, yeah. There's someone up top who I have a connection with. And, oh, oh, they are going to tunnel down here and help us. But the tunnel, it's only temporary. And if we don't go when they come down, that's it. And a lot of the people here don't seem to think that we should escape, Bowo, which seems crazy to me. The world is full of good and bad things, but you, if you, you are mostly Pokemon. So if you go up there, you're probably going to be treated as Pokemon, not as people. If you want to continue as people you might want to stay down here why does it have to be a unanimous decision surely you could just do what you groups want to do like why do you have to fight about it why can't some of you leave and some of you stay it's up to king thrush to decide and you see king thrush sat in the throne just looking pained it's it's funny we've met a pokemon that can talk like humans like you all can up uh, out there you know and um they they'd fleshed out for themselves a pretty neat little existence it seemed you know they had they owned a shop they had friends they had they had employees presumably they had you know human resources at this shop and other stuff to, that humans have retirement scheme yeah exactly a pension yeah. probably i understand what it's what it's like to be think what you've got is good and it should be kept but my friend theo here was part of an order that kind of kept themselves hidden away and kept knowledge and secrets hidden for a very long time. And I think the more we sort of look into that, the more we're discovering that maybe that's that's not the right thing to do. I don't think yeah. you need to be too worried. What, yeah, precisely. What is, your, what is your name? Hello, I'm Kenneth Mullet. I can't believe I didn't introduce myself. I am so embarrassed. What would my mother say? <laughs> we would consider ourselves hybrids. Part Pokemon, part human we are somewhere between the two yes you look like it yes as far as i know there are other people on the surface like that part human part pokemon and they don't have a good life hunted hated maligned i think for you to say maybe it'll be okay maybe you'll be all right possibly shows a lack of understanding (laughs) look delch i know exactly what that's like I'm 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 one of those people. You're... I'm poker powered. Kenny, why don't we look? We're in a prison, Kenny, where a lot of poker powered people aren't player of the month. So why don't we just 
I don't think we should be telling every talking Pokemon the whole deal. I don't think we're in danger of being jailed by these Pokemon. Delch, Delch the Poliwhirl whispers to Demi the Swampert, um, are you, are you sure? This is quite a quick decision. Okay, I shall announce it. Uh, Kenny. Hello. Uh, Delch has selected you as the ambassador. Cool. What does ambassador mean? It it means that you shall represent Delch and her point of view. Great. Wait, what? Um, Hold on. Did you just choose Kenny over me? (laughs) Hold on a second. That's uh, You know that I'm still up for being picked, right? (laughs) No, I haven't been chosen yet. Listen, Brandy, the Pokemon with the lovely mittens made a good decision, all right? So why don't you just you just back off for a second, okay? Thank you either, Theo. Well, if anybody's you looking for an academic with 33 dissertations, I am available. Anyone? If anyone is looking for a lady who knows 17 ways to disarm a man... And if well, anyone's looking for a man who can absolutely rock a pair of jeans, Tallahassee is still on the balcony. Tallahassee oh, is still touching things, I imagine, because they haven't <laughs> had the, he hasn't had the gooey juice. Columbo, Columbo the Monferno monkeys their way up to the, bu- the bubble wrap balcony. Like, oh, 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 and comes face to face with you, Brandy. Right, go on then. Why should I pick you, oh, oh? Why should he pick me? Because it's me. Look at me. Your, your colleague, the Polywhirl, has made, I'm going to say, a frankly terrible choice for a debate, because Kenny's the nicest person in the world and can't go for the killing edge. Whereas I, I can. I'm... I have one gym badge, which you may not mean anything to you down here, but in the human world up there, it's a pretty big deal. All right. That's, so I'm just putting that out there for you. That's my pitch. All right. I suppose you should roll. Is Am I plusing anything? Plus charm, I guess. 2d6 plus 1. It's a 5 plus 4 plus 1. It is a 10. Okay, okay. Now here's the question. Does Theo get to roll to see if they can beat a 10? I think I've been beaten by that. By that, Ronnie, you've, you've got way too much of a connection with Columbo. I'm fine. I'm all right. <laughs> this does this does feel right. You can run me through the basics of, of what. Oh you yeah. Know, what your point of view is? Well, it's a very easy argument to make, so I think we'll be fine. Oh, I feel a bit sad for my my friend Theo over here because I never think about that poor third option. Does either one of you need a mentor at all in this little little public speech? King Thrush actually stands up from their throne for the first time since the throne room has been occupied by these debating rabble and holds their scepter and points it up towards the balcony. You, the scholarly looking one, would oh, you mind Would you mind acting as <laughs> my advisor for the next few hours? I have never dreamed more of this day. Everybody, I hope you're ready to make some very well-ordered conversations, because if you break any of the rules I'm about to arbitrarily design in my head, I will come down on you like a ton of charcoal. I'm going to say this, Pokemon, and you didn't know this, by making Theo the moderator, you've made this the most formal, least fun debate in the world. Delch the Poliwhirl claps her mittens. Perfect. If you'll just keep your eyes focused on that bush just over yonder. Ah! Ah! Cuckoo! I I expected only Ah? one, but there's several. And they all seem to be looking at me. Ah! (laughs) Oh, okay, they... Ah! Their eyes eyes are red (gasps) and piercing. 
I, I, I fear, uh-huh. Jensen, uh-huh. I, I fear we are in over our heads here. <laughs> Jensen's gone. <laughs> well, so, now it's just wow. us, birds. Let's uh, read this news <laughs> section I got earlier. <laughs> what a is, weird intro. Is so is Stu not allowed? <laughs> well, I thought Je- Stu was going to relate it to the midsection at some point, but instead he <laughs> killed himself off. So... Okay. Is no, Jensen is Jensen the person who didn't who got through by a bye in the Sephiroth Tree tournament? Is this what no, happened? Jensen. Really? That was Jensen. Oh. But, uh, oh, sorry, who's Jensen then? Stu? Jensen. Jensen's a little OC of mine. Tom. Oh my god, are we going to have to start having midsection reflects? No. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. The midsection this week is from Oliver, or I think it's Ollie from the Discord. Oliver writes, "Hey guys, loving the podcast so much." Uh, and decided I might as well offer up my trainer OC as a potential NPC in the podcast. So I introduce you to Luca Underwood. Here we go. This is Oliver's character. Luca Underwood is a 19-year-old transgender male with a Sylveon for a Pokemon partner. Luca grew up in a small town with his parents. As he got older and began to realise his gender identity, his parents got him an emotional support Eevee as a Pokemon partner to assist him in this difficult time. Whilst being bullied in school for his identity, his Eevee evolved into a Sylveon to protect Luca, as well as to prove to him that it doesn't matter how he looks because, at the end of the day, he is still a man, further proven by the fact that Sylveon itself is a male. Over the years, they bonded further over their shared experiences with being misgendered and Luca having to correct people for the both of them. As Luca transitioned and became more comfortable in his skin, he decided to compete to become the Pokemon champion in order to show people all over the region that anyone can become the champion, no matter their gender, identity, sexuality or background. He has pale skin with dark blue dyed hair styled in an undercut. He's found wearing light blue shorts, a white button-up shirt and a bow tie mm-hmm, <laughs> matching that of his Pokemon's Pokemon partners. I um, hope you guys love him as much as I do. Keep up the awesome work. Ollie, here's my thinking. Maybe this is too shit's creak of me, but I wonder if the trouble Luca was having with um, his gender identity happened in a different region and has recently moved to Formia because Formia is a bit more open in terms of gender mm. identity and interpretation of gender. Because effectively in Shit's Creek, they're sort of in this small backwater town, but actually homophobia doesn't exist there. It's sort of actually a very accepting town that's sort of magical in that way. I think for me, I've always felt like Formia's the same. Gender's never really come up as being a kind of issue for anyone at all. Everyone's very accepting of that aspect. I mean, don't get me wrong, private military Pokemon League force mm. willing to take over the take over mm. the world, very evil. But yeah, it's not it's ways, not utopia, Tom, but it's, it's pretty, <laughs> no, exactly. pretty close. But I see what you mean though, because the church wouldn't it has a lot of sway in power and it wouldn't it like it wouldn't well, get exactly. that if it They're... if the roles and gender were kind of challenged that much. Exactly. We're we're so comfortable in Formia with non-binary throwing it out there Luca became the champion of Sinnoh was Luca being a champion part of Ollie's submission or is that something you are chucking out here? yeah I thought they were just a trainer on, on their battle yeah, well I, I'm skipping I'm time skipping, skipping I don't know mate because Brandy tried to do that and she miserably failed <laughs> <laughs> yes but Brandy is not Luca Underwood who's quite clearly a hero who's actually had difficulties in life unlike Brandy if you want a region that doesn't understand gender like for Luca to come from I mean Kanto is rife with it I mean you literally yeah, so I was have gonna say. Nidoran male and female and also Mr. Mime which can be female like if there is a region that doesn't understand the gender is 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 not a binary it is very much canto it's almost like it's, it's stuck in 1996 for some weird reason <laughs> that. 1996 had japan weird, <laughs> weird. Mm. so i actually think luca 
is a visiting champion of Kanto. And I'm going to say, I think Luca had the first Sylveon ever discovered in Kanto. Lama. And that was quite a, quite a rare find. Because in Kanto, they were only working with Jolteon, Vaporeon and Flareon. They, were just... they hadn't even got to Umbreon or Espeon. Or yeah, no, they were too busy the just rubbing, two... rubbing stones up against Eevees to notice anything else. Nobody, nobody had an Eevee for more than a day. They, before they were just chucking stones down its throat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I have a question for you all. What is Luca doing in Formia at the very time of the podcast? That is a great question. I mean, we've we've established that there's something of a power vacuum at the moment. Maybe other regions' champions are like, could I get two titles? Oh, I like this. Or it's like a sort of UN situation because Formia is very much on its own. <laughs> and they've sent Luca as an envoy to be yeah. like, what is going on here? Other mm. regions might have caught wind that people like Capricorp have got a little too close to the Pokemon League and are maybe a mm. little too in control there, especially with the firing of Phillips. So maybe you're right. Maybe these these rumours, the rumour mill has been turning and all the re- all the other regions have been through it. They're like, ah, uh, Galactic, yeah, Flare, yeah, we've been there. We've been there, haven't we? Yeah, maybe we should... <laughs> Maybe we should try. Should we try a preemptive strike this time instead of like <laughs> reactive, or should we just wait for another ten-year-old? I don't know. Once can you imagine? Up. Can you imagine in the next gen- in the next Pokemon game if something evil is afoot, and then by the third gym, someone from another region comes along and goes, "Guys, we've got this." Oh no! Wait, that happened in Sword and Shield. That, that literally say, happened. That, that is literally Leon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maybe God. that's it's like that moment in like. Um, gold and silver where Lance just walks into a building and hyperbeams a Team Rocket member. (laughs) Bam. Bam. A Sylveon has just garroted young extremist lackey. And it's just... Luca just walks in and says, when we say defeat the teams, we've learned, slit that one's throat. Oh my god. (laughs) I'd like to bring in Crandon Creations, aka Kate's original character, Cedric, aka the partner of General Phillips, who I think lobbied the other regions to get involved in Formia since... His partner, Phillips, has been arrested very unjustly. Just to remind people, Cedric is the one who owns that abandoned Pokemon care. Not abandoned. The Wonder Guard Sanctuary. The Wonder Guard Sanctuary. Thank you. Which I that's off they... the top of my head, guys. Just that's, that is, that's very impressive. I thought they were abandoned. I'm I, thought they were, yeah, I thought they were just like lost and discarded. Oh, oh I thought you meant the centre itself was abandoned. Oh, I'm no, with no, Tom. No, no, I thought no, you meant no. architecturally it was abandoned. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, they do take in abandoned Pokemon. Yes, that's yes. their whole thing. Yes, is great, that they, I was just is reminding that... myself. Oh, yes. Mm. So, yes, I think Cedric has definitely been appealing for foreign aid after... Yeah. Interesting. His husband's disappearance. Makes sense. So Luca being in Formia, or let's say Luca's just arrived in Formia at the Pokemon League and is probably keeping a very close eye on Gary Smoke, the current champion, and being like, what are you doing, you fool? That's all there is to say currently on Luca Underwood until we 100% meet them in the game. <laughs> I don't think you're joking this time. This feels real. No, I feel like Luca's properly yeah. in there. I feel now. like this is a, this is an ally that I, I, I just want to say it, him and Kenny would probably get on. Oh. Shared love of shared love of bow ties. The bow tie brothers. <laughs> if anything, it would be impressive if we didn't meet Luca. I will say, David, the listeners better prepare to be impressed that we don't meet Luca. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was someone who had a character, if I wanted to submit Jensen, bearer of the shotgun, how would okay. I go about doing that? You can email criticalditto at gmail.com and we will read it out on the midsection and you give your character free reign to us to destroy or make the Pokemon champion. So it's all luck of the draw on how we're feeling. If you if you're tired, like Ollie, who's been waiting over a year for the for the character to be read out, boy, have I got something for you. You could sign up to the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash critical ditto if you would like an expedited 
character readout. Ah, that was my midsection. I hope you birds enjoyed it. I loved it. Let's eat the body. Okay, dark, really dark ending. (laughs) Hey, here's where we're at. (laughs) Who's that Pokemon? It's Bishop. Let's say a bit of time has passed since that first scene. How much time? Solrock? At the third Solrock, the time will have passed of 38 minutes. 38 minutes. Nice. 38 minutes have passed. In fact, Lunatone's going up. Oh, good shift, Meg. Good shift. Kenny, where do you think you've gone post-throne room? There was a map, which I don't have access to. I seem to remember there being a well. There are multiple wells. There's a well, well, well. Ooh. There's also a well, G. Is there a what? Well, there a G. Well G? Well, G. I want to go to well, G. Okay. Where are wells A, B, C, D, E, and F? I guess they're all there. I guess this is well, G. <laughs> okay, you're in well, G. And therefore, Ali, I'm going to ask you, why is this well, G? Everyone's just a gangster. This Wait. is where all the cool kids hang out. Right, yeah, so this is the gangster section of the oh. wild area. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I need everyone, oh. I need everyone joining my crew. Hello. It's I fit what, in here. What's more gangster Pokemon is sat atop the well, Tom. Um, it's a Swirlix. <laughs> yo, yo, he's Gangster S. Can I have, I want Lex. a companion. I want another Gangster Pokemon here with me. That's oh. right, I'm roping one of you in. No, look at, yep. look at mine and David's faces. Neither yeah. of us want to partake in this. Yeah, yeah, well, you're here. One of you is anyway. Uh, it's a Scrafty. Scrafty and a Swirlix. Well, 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 Baggy G. Look who's coming in at our well. If it isn't our little friend over here, the human being. Have it's a lovely a time. human being. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for volunteering as tribute, David. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, new friends. I'm Kenneth Mullet. My name... Hold that hand. My name is Shatit. (laughs) Shatit. (laughs) That is my name. I'm a Swirlix, and my name is Shatit. And this over here is Baggies. What up, Baggies? Yeah, we are the this most... This is me, Baggy's my name, Baggy's my trouser game. That's you can me. see, it's a Scrafty, it's got baggy trousers. We are the most gangster Pokemon down here. And you know that just by walking up here, right? I, I, I do know that. Look I am me. intimidated and also a little bit blinded. A Vigoroth wearing glasses walks in and goes, Excuse me, boys, can we keep it down, all right? It's almost your bedtime. Sorry, so Mr. Thompson, you... sorry. Yes, oh, I'm sorry. Really okay, sorry. we know we only let you play in the well because you say you're yeah, going to abide yeah. by the well rules. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, get off yeah. the well. Which are? Can you remind us, Mr. Thompson? Well six... rules yes. are make sure you are well behaved. Okay. Make sure <laughs> you are check well well dressed. Well dressed. Well mannered. Okay. And of course, don't poop on the floor. And, oh, um, and, and what what if that has happened, Mr. Mr. Vigoroth? If that's happened already, you'll have to clean it up, and I didn't see it. Okay, because we don't want Mrs. Thompson finding this out. Okay, you've got another 27 minutes before Lunatone goes up, so I want this place spotless. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Okay, Thompson. Bye-bye, Mr. Thompson. Bye-bye. Anyway, what was I saying about you? Yeah. Human being! Come down here to the wild area. Well, hey, you need to learn some swag before you go into that debate against that girl. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, I... what is your What is your style? What is that? What is that? I don't know. 
Why am I here? We need to shush you up, right, Bags? Baggy G, we got shush you. Yes. That Pollywell, that Pollywell just said said walk around for a bit and come back in twenty seven minutes, and now I'm here. Perfect. All right, all right. We've got time, Baggy. We've got time. What do you visualise here? What do you, I can see? Long hair. I'm I'm thinking blink. You know, this is a crazy one for me. I don't usually suggest this when I've got a new client, right? But I am going to suggest baggy trousers. No. What? Baggy, baggy? trousers. Trousers that are baggy. I don't know if you have those on the surface, but they're sort of wired. Sort of like a nice flowy trousers. Have you ever yes, thought about yes, that? Yes, yes. They yes, sound yes, very yes. comfortable. What's okay. interesting is you've gone from sort of gangster to... <laughs> like hairdressers. I know. It's very... <laughs> <laughs> it really is. In, in, a, in a matter of seconds, I <laughs> <laughs> we knew what level of masculinity we were pitching this towards. Fierce world for the straight girl. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, I think I think you're gonna roll for whatever these Pokemon are gonna do to your <laughs> It's a defensive roll, Kenny. De- we don't know what they're gonna do, <laughs> but it's either gonna be good or bad. I love when people have to roll and they have no idea what's gonna happen after like there's no context to this roll. Am I adding anything to this? What's it, what's happening it here? Like it does it, buddy. It just sounds like this is this is <laughs> this is this sounds like it's a fate roll. I think it's just it a fate roll. Okay. <laughs> fate shall I, shall I roll Literally, for you? Alex? We are at the fork in the road right here, <laughs> and this is going to decide pretty much the entirety of this arc. Oh my goodness me! Wowzers, trousers. I have rolled to a six and a five for a total eleven on a flat two d six roll. Wow. Woof. Okay. Well, in that case, Ali, what does what does Gangster Kenny look like? Um, I think Kenny went for like similar things to what he was already wearing, but blinged up. So the bow tie has got some random cheap gems in it. The bangles are just all bling. I assume he got some sort of haircut. Are you allowing us to give Kenny a haircut? I'm allowing you to yeah. give Kenny a haircut as long as, as long as it's gangster stew. I'm sort of seeing like a, like a furry ruff as well. As proven, Kenny takes inspiration from Pokemon, so I guess he's it, there's a little bit of this. Swirlix and Scrafty in the look. I'm guessing baggy trousers are going to be in. We and just then... take, we take the elastic out of your waistband. <laughs> Which of your Pokemon do you drape around your neck as like a fur collar? Oh, God. Well, I only carried the four with me. Dartrix, Salandit, Swirlix and Joltik. And Joltik Ooh. is tiny. Swirlix is a keystone Swirly. floating thing. I'm, I'm never, I'm never ever convincing Bowtie to do it, so it's so, gotta be hoops. So you've, you've just got a tiny poisonous lizard around your neck, <laughs> gangster! Yeah! <laughs> oh, bags! Look at that! They've got a lizard. It's leaking venom down his neck. That is gangster. Ooh, it's Bernie, yeah. nice, hoops, nice. hoops, hoops. Are you, are you okay with this? I think that's a yes. <laughs> I can't. Feels as good as pretty feels, Kenny. Oh, you've Nothing got you've got such a big rash good. on your neck. Look at that. That is Ooh. red raw. Would you say it's gangster? So gangster, babe. Mr. Thompson again. Yes, Mr. Um, Thompson. Oh. Yes, sorry, Mr. Thompson. Oh, Mr. Another Thompson. rule in the well was that we can't dilly dally too long on side things. So okay. you know, mm. plot mainly. Oh. Um, Pop whoa! Calling. You have just laid the bar, my friend. Be prepared for that to come sorry. back and haunt this you. This is the guy who Mr. didn't want Thompson. to be in the scene. Mr. Thompson sheepishly closes the door. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mr. Thompson. Sorry, what was that, Mr. Thompson? Just one more time. You just there's you're not allowed to dwell on things. Not allowed to introduce random little characters or scenes. Sorry. You're okay. Not allowed to dwell in the well. Oh my god. Bags, did you see that? How that human just like told Mr. Thompson what what just like in his <laughs> face just got up there. That was the coolest gangsterous shinks I've ever seen. 
Yeah. Shine. Oh, I'm going to smash that debate. You are going to smash it. I was going to say, Kenny. Human yeah. boy, I thought we were going to mm. have to coach you on like speaking and stuff, but you've got it. You've got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I, de- I definitely thought that would be the scene beforehand, but apparently it's just a pep talk and a makeover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I need a cool gangster name just to send send me out. Because Ken- Kenny, I'm <laughs> Kenneth Mullet no more. <laughs> Kenny G. I mean, it, I mean, my middle name is Gertrude, so I suppose it works. i yeah. You're Kenny G. <laughs> Now, Tom, you've got literally one minute before Mr. Time Thompson it. arrives. Time it. I'm ready. Six I'm minutes ready to for the scene. Pot, guys. This is a new Tom. I, I, I've turned over a new Okay, leaf. Okay, where are you in Columbo the Monferno? Brandy has remembered that Lopany is in a bad way. Oh, yeah. Unconscious. So I'd quite like to go to a medical area. Because I also like to know where the medical area is in each new arc. One of the hovels, one of the housing stone buildings built in among the crystals and the, the, the green light and everything of this meteorite landscape is a medical tent. And it's signalled by someone someone outside just constantly shouting, this is the medical bit. This is where you go if you need, if you're hurt. We and could... who is that? Who is that Pokemon, Stu? It's a... That's a minute. Oh, <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, could you just keep it down in the old <laughs> medical area, actually? Um, do you remember the rules? Tom, it's a trap inch. Okay, well, uh, it's trap not, inch not relevant, just... so I don't care. It's, <laughs> trap inch. Uh, it's a medi- medical tent. I've been given speech, and I use it to say medical tent right here. Thanks very much. I'm going to now enter the medical tent, and this is where our dialogue ends. You enter the medical tent. Instantly, the trap inch comes in and says, I am also the doctor! Oh, no. <laughs> Did I tell you that I had a really tragic backstory and three or four side quests and I'm actually missing both eyes? I will now attempt surgery with no hands and a giant mouth. <laughs> I remember when my child left me to go on that adventure. I wonder if they'll come back at any moment. Oh, did I see a shiny gem over there in the other mysterious cave? Maybe you see what we've done? You see, you see what we've done? We've sucked Tom in already. That was so easy. That was so easy. 15 <laughs> seconds that took. I'm sorry, the trappage of many side quests. So are you entrusting Wimpy the Lopany with the, the medical trappage? Tom? No, not at all. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to say, um, yeah, that's great. Can I get some qualifications at all? You know, were you a doctor before you were thrown in the wild area prison? At this point, Mr. Thompson walks in and goes, sorry, doctor, I just want absolute confirmation that my appointment as to speed up scenes is in exactly three minutes with you. Is that correct? My appointment to speed up scenes and move the plot along? That is three minutes time. Okay, I will see you then. Thank you very much. Goodbye. God, who's that guy? Now, to be honest, I'm just a trap inch who has developed speech and King Thrush was giving out jobs and uh, nobody wanted to heal people. So I was like, I'll do it. Why, why not? I've got a big mouth. I'll do it. Interesting that there's <laughs> a, a Chansey over there doing magic. Yeah. But... Well, it's a dream. No, there's a Chansey digging and looking for ants. <laughs> <laughs> Columba the Monferno enters the medical tent. Oh, I see you've met our doctor. Trap inch here. Oh, well. Dr. Trapinch, yes, you've proven yourself worthy. So I release unconscious Wimpy into a bed and um, Wimpy lies there 
and I explain to Trapinch the situation very succinctly and very to the point. Okay, roll 2d6, please. No! Okay, it's an 8. Dr. Trapinch works for a while, but they are not quite as skilled as they claim themselves to be. It's probably the lack of hands, where maybe this would have been an easier fix with healing items, etc., Trapinch is going to have to spend some time working on on Wimpy and um, Columbo the Monferno sidles up to you at the side of the medical tent. I assume while you're sort of watching and waiting anxiously. Well, I suppose, you see, this would be a lot easier with with human elements, wouldn't it? Medical supplies and actual human expertise rather than trying to let Pokemon run themselves. Oh, oh. Yeah, you're in the bottom of a, you know, Formia's most highly guarded prison. So you're not going to have loads of supplies. So I can't believe being down here is that useful. I mean, it's amazing what you guys have done. It's flawed down here. We've put absolute faith in a king that has absolute power because they've been down here the longest. We've got a trap inch trying to do surgery. We've got a chancy in a hole. We've got two people who just claim themselves to be gangsters and sit in a well. They don't even do any jobs. They're completely useless. Oh, oh. the place is two steps away from anarchy, Brandy. I tell you. And the fact that we're even having to have this debate is crazy. I mean, look at me. I'm a mon- I'm a monferno. I am an absolute athletic machine. And when I was with my trainer Mac, we together playing blitzel ball, we were like nothing else. I tell you, Owl. It was. It, I felt alive, and I feel like Pokemon can't really exist without humans. I do get what you're saying, and Brandy's kind of looking down, but decides to sort of broach the subject and say, "Columbo, I, d- I just don't know if you're going to be treated as a Pokemon up there." My friend, my friend Kenny. And lots of other people like Kenny are in a similar position, but in reverse, and that they have the powers of Pokemon. They struggle to, you know, live their own lives up there. Whereas down here, you've, you know, sure you don't have medical supplies, sure you don't have trap inches, catching ants, but it's at least a society. You've got some kind of structure, which at the moment up there, it feels like it's complete anarchy. It sounds to me like the philosophy that you have is that if something might be bad, if something might go wrong, you should avoid it. Oh, well. Down here, you at least are able to talk to each other. You're allowed to be safe from the horrors that are up there. Brandy, I don't... All I've seen is good things. Look, Brandy, hold on, I hold don't on a care. second, Columbo. I don't... Hold no. on a second. It's fine for you. If you say... You, you seem like a brave Pokemon. Would you agree? Yes, I would. Exactly. You're a brave Pokemon. But what I don't understand is that currently, and my friend Theo, I think, pointed this out earlier, is why do you need to drag all the others along with you? I just... I can't leave them down here. I think it's stupid to try and convince yourself that you're happy because you're safe. Safety does not equal freedom. If you could give me now an opportunity to keep my friend Kenny safe, to keep everyone with poker powers completely safe, I'd take it because at the moment, neither side are safe. People with poker powers have done awful things that they've not been in control of. And people without poker powers have done awful things to people with poker powers because they're afraid of it. So... If fear runs the place up there, and you're giving up a place where maybe you're not going to be scared all the time. The status quo down here is not going to stay the same. They have changed the guard upstairs. I don't know if you know this or not, but recently they've got new owners up there, and I know for a fact they will not leave this place alone. Oh, shinks. Yeah, I totally forgot that was the big cliffhanger of the last episode that we didn't take <laughs> off at all. Yeah, Magna Zone's behind me like, I zoned it, trying to tell you. Try to tell you, Zone. Yeah, I get it, Magna Zone. Team Helsing are up there. Okay. That's it, yes, Team Helsing. That's why why we're doing the escape attempt tonight, because it's the only time we could possibly think that we might get away with it while they're changing over up there. That does change change things, but, 
I'm still telling to you, Colombo, you're very much thinking about yourself. Maybe other people don't have your capacity for bravery, but I will fight your corner and I will put your argument as best I can. Brandy, I, I know what you're saying, but um, I just wor- I just worry about them all. Yeah, me too. I worry about them all. I worry about them all the time. Theo can barely hold a conversation. How's Theo going to survive in the real world? I worry about Theo. I worry about Kenny because Kenny's too nice. Kenny's going to trust the wrong person and all of a sudden, bam, Kenny's either locked up somewhere, trapped in a museum, poked at with sticks by scientists, or anything can happen to Kenny. And that's what scares me. That scares the living daylights out of me because I won't be able to help. It feels like, Columbo, you're just going to put your friends in danger. I'm your human representative and I'm going to put your point across. I just want you to think about Maybe your position. I'm trying to convince Columbo here to change his position. Okay, roll plus charm. Can I just uh, say while Tom is rolling that um, I would argue that Brandy's scene and Kenny's scenes were not equally weighted. <laughs> well, you chose you chose to indulge in the closed chat. I rolled a two plus a one plus a one, so it's a four. Well, Wimpy's dead again. Again, there it is. Uh, Columbo looks at you, Brandy, um, and goes. Chooses Theo. <laughs> is, it t- is it too late for a recount? <laughs> no, it just looks at you. You know, Brandy, maybe you are right. You've certainly given me a lot to think about, Phil. I guess oh, no. I will uh, see you at the debate. Oh, no. Have I managed to convince Colombo and that's the bad? That's the wrong choice? Oh, no. <laughs> How are you and King Thrush preparing the debate floor? Well, I think we've established that Thrush is basically in sort of a catatonic state the entire oh, time. It's Theo, absolutely drawn out. Theo, I'm just... Can I be completely honest with you, Theo? Oh, this sounds like an emotional convert. Okay, yeah. I look, I, see, that's it. That's entirely it. The minute I try to open up to anyone down here, I just get rebuffed. I'm the king. I make decisions. No matter what decision I make, I upset someone. All I want is to be liked. And I feel like to be in a position of power... To have to make decisions that upset people precludes you from being liked. I just, I think it's not fair. I understand what you're saying, and I, and I really do respect the point you're making. But if you're amazed that being in power makes you unliked, then I'm really shocked to reveal to you that water is also wet. I mean, you must have... <laughs> I didn't when did you decide... This. I didn't choose this. Didn't you choose this? I mean, are you coming no. down a long line of Como O's that decided to be the kings of a meteorite underneath a prison? Like, firstly, weren't you elected? Firstly, it is, it is not quite clear what Pokemon I am. That is an obscure <laughs> fact that's not totally noticeable. Firstly. Okay, well, I mean, trying to choose an argument with me about a fact is a bit like trying to I make you a make a magic. decision. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, oh, could you? Could maybe you? I was a Lapras. listen i'm not going to be a person who tells you that you have to be who you were told at birth to be however at the same time you have worn robes that actually accentuate the fact that you were once a coma o so i mean who's kidding who okay this chat's bordering on the lack of plot here just fyi 
Demi, come in. Demi. Hello, Sal. Yes. Demi, throw Mr. Thompson down well sea. <laughs> well sea? Oh. That's, that's horrendous. I have waited so long, so many years. Well, A and B were not deep enough. Uh, well, C is the perfect length to throw right, someone well, down. Apparently the Chansey has been digging it up for so many years. <laughs> <laughs> At least we dealt with him. That was that was long overdue. What I'm trying to say <laughs> to you, King Thrush, and I, I don't don't derail me when I say this, is you are trying to do with your pedantry, which I respect and admire. But what I'm trying to make clear to you, King Thrush, is that if you want to lead, you have to appreciate that you will make people unhappy. Because if you are not angering somebody, you are not doing anything of importance. Oh gosh, no. I'm sure you're right. And I mean, what? I don't know why I brought it up. What would you know? You're clearly some scholarly type who doesn't have any friends and is quite happy with that. Well, here's the thing, King Thrush. A month or so ago, I would have completely agreed with you. I was somebody who thought that if I sat back and read things, I knew everything there was to know, that experience was too little, that there was nothing that could be gained outside of observation. But I have learned that you have to do things if you want the world to change. It's no good sitting in a room with a bunch of people having a cup of tea and sniping about what you think is right and wrong. If you want to make change, you have to go out there and you have to maybe almost kill somebody on a pirate ship with a sword. That's the kind of thing (laughs) you have to do. I am speaking entirely theoretically there. Look, take a look at yourself and make a change. (laughs) Uh, roll, roll, Roll 2d6 for me, Theo. Plus tough. I'm a plus one in tough for once. Oh, Two plus one plus one for a four. Oh, a Hydrogen's going to attack Kanan, aren't they? That's... Uh, maybe Theo's failure is a communication from Andrew. Oh, we we found it. We found the King's Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Theo, don't worry about it. We're handling it. it. We've got it. We've got it under control. We... Turns out my dissertation on the King's Rock was the King's Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Theo, as you're you're talking with King Thrush, you feel what is what what is the way that the people on the ship would communicate with you guys? We well, it could either be that this is a reverse mind reader, which we've not yet had, yes, or possible. it's my poor iPhone going off. Reverse mind reader. I like reverse mind reader, where Theo hasn't realised the big downside to using mind reader is that you've opened up your mind for to everyone be, else to everyone be able to contact you simultaneously. Oh, brilliant! And you yeah. can't reject the call. Okay. <laughs> Theo just starts dribbling out of the side of their mouth and they're like, oh no. Oh no. King Thrush just summons Cotton A and Cotton B to start dabbing lightly at your mouth, just periodically as you stand comatose in the middle of the throne room. But Adri Fomonsk appears in your in your mind reader. Fantastic. Ah, Theo, yes, I was uh, I was meaning to contact you. Brilliant, we are trying to save the world down here, Adri, so if you keep yes. it brisk. Oh, gosh, wow, yeah, 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 within two lines, two lines, you've managed to antagonise me. I don't mm. really know what I expected, Theo. Adri, remember, you're breathing. <sighs> Thank you, Kanan. Thank you. It's just, I, it's Kanan, I just see their face, I see the face, and I just want to, you know, I... Well, here's a fun idea there, Adri. Maybe you could have not contacted me if you didn't want to see the face. Let me speak. Yeah, no, I I was very happy for you to make a point in a sentence, but you had to rattle on, blah, 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 blah. Theo, let's let Adri speak. Yes, I'm just trying to mediate it. Kanan and I were looking through some of the King's Rock passages again, Mm -hmm. and we noticed 
that you had made a couple of notes on page 306, mm-hmm. section B, subheading 4. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say that mm-hmm. they were a useful addition. I'm so sorry, Andrew, the connection cut out there. Could you just say it a little louder? Just a little louder to me, please. Also, could I just check that the Theo did roll a failure? <laughs> Kanan! Yes, ca- me too. Kanan, I was sweetheart. Like, what? Kanan, Kanan, <laughs> Kanan, baby. Let's all yes, just... Kanan, this is not the time. So well. Not the time. Um, <laughs> Adri, you... <laughs> so you're saying that I have really surpassed your own research there. Is that what I'm hearing? It's it's a good it's a good addition. Mm. I don't know. Maybe Mm-mm-mm. Theo Adri's just paid you a compliment, and perhaps perhaps you could accept the compliment in a gracious manner. Yes, yes, yes. All right, yes. Um, Adri, thank you so much, and I really am jealous of your hair care routine. It looks very nice whenever you take your hat off. See, I returned the compliment there, didn't you I, Kanan? Did. Now, Adri, thank you, Theo. I um, it would be nice for all three of us to work together again in the same room. Oh, lads, I think I think Adri's going to die. This feels. I was what because like he did the failure. The there is coming. a failure that's it's coming to here. Redeem Adri and then immediately murder them with something. Stu, you're scaring me, buddy. Adri's just looking at you, Theo, in the eyes and saying, "I, yes, it would be nice to uh, to have us all together again." What are you planning? What's going on here? This is all a bit too nice. Maybe the Adri, what's going on? Out. It just cuts out at that point. Adri? Adri! Adri, oh, you make me dribble in a room with a king, and then you say nice things. Oh, you're going to die, or you're going to find the king's rock, or something's going to happen here. <laughs> right, we need to speed through this. We need to speed up this debate, All right, king Theo, how do, you, how do you expedite the debate preparations? Um, Theo uh, well, well, goes... Theo does not expedite the debate preparations. <laughs> that is not on the cards. Well, here is the thing, Tom, is the thing is that Theo already has a list of rules for debate that Theo has had prepared for many, many years. <laughs> Theo's been using it in every debate they've ever organised in a class, so Theo just brought that. Theo was just killing time. Theo wanted to get some information as to why all these Pokemon kept talking about Slowking, but that's that's off the cards. No exposition today for, for MX Theo. No, no, no. It's time... Theo just goes outside and fires off a will-o'-wisp into the air and just goes, everybody, everybody, we've got a debate. Everybody, please, (laughs) please.
debate forms in the middle of the wild area. Is Ali not going to have any chat with Dill? <laughs> no, like you're supposed to. My scene, my scene was prescribed to me, Tom. I, I was given what I was given, and I must bear, pay the penalty. I suppose you should, you should have a little chat with Dill. Maybe I mean, on the way, on the way to the debate. On the way to the debate. <laughs> Kenny, what have you been doing for the rest of the day? Like, <laughs> how has Kenny been distracted um, all day? We were having a, we were having a scene. I was chatting with Delch about the debate. That's what Kenny was doing. That's what he was doing. He was chatting up. He was getting all. He was understanding Delch's point of view, which I shall put across in the scene. Now, whatever I say has to have occurred. Okay. Oh, there we go. Playing the game master in his own game. This that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> right. So the the debate is forming in the middle of the wild area uh, around a large green crystal that forms the central plinth in the wild area. There are lots of big blue crystals around the side, these rock buildings that you've been in, the throne room, the food store, the medical tent, well, G, all these iconic locations, but in the middle, (laughs) in the middle is the green crystal on which at the moment Theo currently stands, ready to begin the debate. We have on one side a few Pokemon sat on some rocks, some of them are eating some Gumi juice, Uh, and on the other, Delch is sat with Kenny. They are going through last-minute preparations. Just before I go on, just give Kenny G the bullet points. Yes. Give them to me. Come on, wrap them out. Wrap them. Go. Well, I'll lay down a thick, thick meat. Boom. Cha-cha. Boom, boom. Cha. Go. I feel well under pressure, but um, Kenny, it's what we've been through. It's the fact that the surface world is clearly not ready for hybrids of, of, of Pokemon and humans, humans and Pokemon. Got it. Yep. Kenny G in the house. Or in the crystal. Randy, you are on the <laughs> other side. Of the, the central area and Columbia Oh and man, Kenny got a cool gangster makeover. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> Columbo, I, I didn't realize there was an opportunity for a costume change. Columbo's not there. Oh, there's a failure, baby! Why couldn't my failure be like Theo's failure, where someone just called them up and said something nice? Oh, let's be honest, we're going to go back up to the surface and Adri's stolen all the tomes. So just like, we, <laughs> let's just wait for another five episodes before we see if that's actually a true success or not. Theo. You can see that Columbo is not there, but the the time Lunatone is high in the sky and proclaiming that it is time for the debate to start. King Thrush is behind you, giving you a nudge. Okay, fine, fine. Let me give the opening remarks. Don't worry, I've had many, many years of practice. I've given well, opening remarks to just go to the toilet, so I'm pretty used to doing this. My Pokemon handler isn't even here. Well, that Has is a very good it? point, Brandy, and I think that's something that we've got to talk about. If we are supposed to be recreating a Pokemon battle, but with people and words, aka my dream, what seems to be happening here is that we have one Pokemon trainer missing. So we can't have a Pokemon battle with just one trainer. If somebody challenged the champion of Formia, they would just become champion. The question is... Does Delch win by default? Oh yeah, Kenny G! 100% victory! What do you mean you're going to disqualify me, Theo? Don't you dare. You are still so salty about being, dis- being disqualified during the Frenzy Plant arc. I tell I, you. I, I listen, at the, at the I would have won tree, that it was not tournament. You would not have won that stop tournament. It, stop on. it. All right, on, you Kenny, had a Kabuto. Kenny Come G, on, whatever you want thing. to call themselves. Do you want to make your points? You make your speech. Who You will inevitably win anyway because you will defeat this pillow chomping imbecile over here this and then we'll is out of order point of order King Thrush that is that is assaulting the witness I'm going to say it. verbally assaulting the witness this is That's a right, tournament a not a court of law at this point you hear a voice slightly dif- distant from the debate shouting and you recognise the voice wait wait oh everybody stop listen for a second oh oh you see that Theo you see that my Pokemon Handler is here. We are ready to win this debate. Um, Brand- Brandy, Brandy, 
Monforno's not on their own. And you see, emerging from behind a blue crystal, you see Monferno coming out. But behind them, you see a man. And many of you recognize this man. It's a man who's been quite famous in the Blitzelball League. Uh, it's Monferno's owner, Mac. And accompanying Mac, two other people in black and green uniforms. And Monferno runs up to you and he says, I, I, heard what you, I heard what you said earlier, Brandy. And I agree. Some people here... They're not brave enough, and I think what we need to do is, is is show them what freedom can look like. The person who was who was upstairs, who was going to help us, who, who was digging down the tunnel, he was, he was my trainer, it was Mac. I'd arranged with them for the escape, they're, they're, and he's here, he's here to help us. Look, everyone remember what it was like to be with your trainer, and, and the bond that a Pokemon and a human can have. Remember what it's like on the on the upside world, and you can see Monferno living the dream, remembering all those wonderful times on the Blitzball pitch that they shared with Mac and everything. Why do I get the feeling, Lance, that this is where my failure is going to pop in? Pop in. It's, <laughs> this 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 feels too magical. You see, also interestingly, that Mac and the is it interesting? The two people <laughs> accompanying Mac are wearing apparatus over their heads, almost like breathing masks, as if to accommodate for the unfamiliar terrain. And they just start to circle the crowd. One one to one side, one to the other, and Mac heading up towards that central green platform where Monferno has leapt up in front of you, Theo, and is eulogizing, pros- proselytizing to the crowd. You see, the, the tunnel, it's over there. We don't need to debate. We just need to leave and find normality, find freedom, be brave, I... and be free. And with that, Mac throws an extreme ball, just as Columbo the Monferno says the word free. You see, in Columbo the Monferno's eyes, this moment of betrayal as the chromatic orb opens and sucks around him and locks shut around him. There's this moment of absolute silence before the other two around them start to throw out extreme balls and Pokemon start to panic and scatter and you see now that those wearing the dark green and black uniforms have a decal. It says Team Helsing, Vampire Squad. And Mac himself removes his Blitzelball jersey to reveal a similar uniform. All Helsing has broken loose. Hotting up in the weird and wonderful wild area, folks. Got a frantic couple of episodes coming your way, if my memory serves me correctly. Which it might not, because I think we recorded this about five months ago? Anyway, hope you're enjoying this uh, not-so-subtle Brexit analogy. Classic critical ditto. Dealing with the hot topics of the day. Breaking news. A finger on the pulse. Do you know who do have their finger on the pulse, though? It's our very own collection of talking Pokemon, I mean humans, our patrons! Thank you so much to our newest patron, Audrey Resendiz. Resendith? I'm sorry, Audrey, I I think I'm butchering that. But welcome to the family! Thank you so much for your patronage. Thank you also to Carrie, Atlas Moth, Scott M, Big Fat Nuke, 
Alistair Collinson, Ginny Voss, Milamoy, Josh Anderson, Eric Eichinger, Crandon Creations, GGT, Force Majeure, Cesar Trevino, Alchemage, Trigula, aka Aurora, Jonah Jackson, Kaikopin Cosplay, Haikili, Joel Williams, Jerembi, and Turtle Lover. Whether I butchered your name or not, thank you so much to each and every one of you for your superb and much appreciated support. As always, I'm going to shout out for those previously's gang. We want you to join the likes of Crandon Creations, who provided the fabulous previously for this episode. Uh, the Crit Dick gang have internally pledged to start producing more and more bonus uh, podcast episodes for our patrons some of which you'll already have had access to with the uh, Mechanicates episodes that Tom and I have been doing, but I assure you we will not stop there. We want to reward your loyalty and love with as much content as we can, so keep your eyes and ears peeled on your Patreon feeds. If you are not a patron and want access to these uh, bonus episodes and much, much more, please visit patreon.com forward slash critical ditto alternatively if you like and want to support the show but can't afford the patreon another way to help us out is to leave a review and a rating ideally five stars but you know you don't have to listen to me if you don't want to uh, but it really helps drive people towards the show spread the crit dip fan base and you know it does all sort of good algorithmy stuff so that we climb the podcast leaderboard i did just does good stuff Thank you to Michael Sands, the creator of the tabletop role-playing game Monster of the Week, the system we have hacked for the show uh, and created our new game, Pocket Monster of the Week. If you want to find details of the game, um, which the mechanic kits are hopefully going to start improving, uh, you can join our Discord and... Uh, in the Discord, we have lots of PDFs and such and such. Uh, and if you want it, we'll probably just you know email us and we'll email it to you because we want people to be playing it. Um, thank you also to Braxton Burks and the Material Collective and Glitch X City and Epidemic Sounds for the amazing music and soundscape uh, for the podcast. Thank you to Junichi Masuda and Satoshi Tajiri for creating Pokemon quite an important part of this show i would say um this is the part where i remind you that we are not affiliated with game freak nintendo or the pokemon company we are not for profit and fan made thanks to you of course for listening and thanks to Stu, tom and david for just uh, just being i uh, you know i love you guys um if you want to follow the show on twitter you can on at critical ditto Stu can be found on at Stu clark uh, david can be found on at DJF Leavesley, Tom can be found on at Brandy Buns, and I can be found on at Alistair Hill 91. You can also follow us on Instagram with Critical Ditto Pod. And as I said before, please leave us a review in five stars and join our Discord. Details of how to do that are on our Twitter page. And finally, go and be the very best, like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself. either have <laughs> veggie pasta bake or like chicken pasta bake 
Uh-huh. But we had some veg left over from our last veggie pasta bake, but we also had chicken left over from our roast. So we had a combination of vegetable and chicken no pasta bake, which meant it was a very full <laughs> pasta bake. Stu, 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 I just want to check you are recording this, right? Because this is gold. <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, this is all going in the can, Ali. Absolutely. <laughs> nice.